0: Sup Witches, welcome to my show. I am super excited to announce the launch of my official Patreon account. By supporting me, if you love my show or enjoying Sup Witches, you can have the chance to become an active participant in my creative process. As a member, you receive exclusive content, community access, behind the scenes updates, and the pride of fueling work that matters to all of the Witches community. From the most basic level as a basic witch all the way up to an enlightened master. I give you different opportunities to work with me one-on-one and become more intimate in the sub-witches community. I will link the content in the show notes to check out my Patreon account and I hope you will consider supporting the show. Have a wicked day.
1: God's angels and ancestors please be with us as we go through lauren's reading that we bring forth what is in her best and highest good and remove anything that's causing resistance in her path from her living her best life and her best purpose so be it okay all right so we will come out of the gate here um the intention for this reading is just to kind of give you like we said earlier trajectory of like what's coming up for your upcoming season, but do you have any particular questions you want answered? Hmm.
0: I lately have been asking what my greater purpose is. Um, Something that really resonated with me was the podcast where you were doing the human uh, with the two girls. Human design? Human design, and they were talking a lot about purpose. And um, I think I want to know if I'm headed toward the right direction of fulfilling that greater purpose or if I need to kind of change paths. So that's my main question today.
1: So first card we have is attachment. Attachment card typically means that there's the, like a holding expectation that you're having of some sort. So if your main question is, am I on the right path? There's maybe an attachment to an idea of what right is for you. And so instead of being in the flexibility of the process of like how each path that you're walking down happens to be your path <laughs> um, it, and, and can be guiding you and, and be your stepstone towards something that you're, you know, greater meaning or passion or whatever, Uh, there can be an attachment to making sure that you're not making a mistake. There can be attachment to feeling like I don't want to fail or I don't want to do this wrong or whatever. And so because of that, you may not be able to or at least least need to be cognizant of the ways in which you could be blocking yourself from having a lot of this fluidity from being able to say yes to certain things because you may not think that they're the right things. And so if you're not thinking that they're the right things and they could be in some way feeling more attached to things that feel more secure, or attached to things that feel like more sure, and in this way, it's like, uh, you know, what are what are ways in which you may be chaining yourself down that could be preventing you from moving forward in that way. Okay. All right, we have the masculine, feminine, and heart energies. All right. <laughs> so, like I said, uh, and feminine, masculine, or sorry, energies. Yeah. Um, you have these adjacent possibilities card. And the adjacent possibilities card is about having expectation about an outcome. You have so many doors. So you're asking, what path should I take? Am I on the right path? I'm like, look, you got like 18 million doors. So <laughs> you could go down really any path. And I know that's not necessarily assuring for you because you want to have like something set. But Spirit is kind of like saying, hey, like especially during this time, there are so many ways in which you can develop. There's no wrong way. Okay. Hmm. So let yourself receive what other doors that may be there. Something is really sticking out to me about the purple door. And the purple door is more about like your intuition, your crown, like that's usually that kind of energy. And so you listening to your intuition through this process of what doors you would like to open. It's more about like less about, am I on the right path more about what path do I want to be on? Okay. Hmm. So it's a shift in perspective about feeling like, okay, where do, would I like to explore? Where would I like to evolve? What would I like to try? Not having an attachment to whether or not, like I should do this path or I should not do this path, okay? Now, I feel like this is, this is coming through really strong. Um, I hope it doesn't sound like I'm beating a dead horse over <laughs> because the the energy in which the cards are coming through are it seems so palpable that you break yourself of this right or wrong thing. This right or wrong uh, kind of, Mentality or whatever is kind of keeping you trapped in one space. It's not allowing you to evolve faster in the way that you would like to. Okay. Mm -hmm. Now what becomes in the middle is the yin yang card. And the yin yang card, um, this is more about your feminine energy and letting yourself receive, but when it comes up in the heart position, to me, it means balance. So you putting yourself in a place of balance of passion of relationship of abundance of career all of those things and not feeling like you're having to pull to one extreme or the other. And I know because of our past sessions we've had you have issues with scarcity, right? Who doesn't? (laughs) (laughs) So in this you feeling that feel of scarcity pulls you into other extremes where your energy is not best utilized as far as you being able to explore and have that freedom of feeling like, I have time to figure this out, I have time to look at this and not having to associate yourself with failure because you haven't done it by a certain time or I'm poor because I don't have this like thing lined up or whatever when you're not okay so on the other side we have the broken heart card in the masculine energetic position but it's in the reverse position so Nick is doing good things and helping your hard men (laughs) and he's a part of this balance so at least in your love life, you've made massive strides since we first started Um, and that you're at least learning in in your masculine energy where you're able to do something because in this, you've been able to do something with it, right? Like you've been able to make choices and say, I'm going to open my heart. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. Even though you're letting yourself receive, which is activating your feminine energy, you are also utilizing your masculine energy by conducting an action. And this action that you're conducting is I'm going to let him get in my heart i'm gonna let him show up for me that is an action okay so in this regard you're letting yourself get to a place of healing that is opening your heart up in in different ways that could i believe it could bleed over into other things so for instance when our love lives are shit sometimes we feel like our careers are a higher priority because we're like well i don't have a man so i'm gonna make sure i conquer the world and my other thing you know like it always becomes this imbalance so now that you have this kind of relationship where you feel safe and where you feel seen and you feel like this is like this amazing love that you have, maybe that can also bring balance to the other side of things where you feel about your abundance and your self worth. Because I know that at the beginning it was like if I'm if I don't have a job or whatever, I'm worthless. And not the case. Okay. So at least like that can bleed over a little bit and give your your essentially your energy more balance. Does that make sense?
0: Yeah, that makes sense.
1: But lots of opportunities ahead of you. This adjacent possibilities card is a good thing to have in the feminine. Okay. okay. So on the left-hand side, you have the contract card in the reverse position. So your desire to want to make something permanent. <laughs> I want to lock things down. I want to make sure I want to have something secure. I want it to be, you know, what I want it to be. You can see in this, she has the balance card in there as well. Um So when this is in the reverse position in the feminine, underneath the adjacent possibilities card, this is about, again, Another balance. This is you also breaking contracts with right or wrong. Should I, should I, not? Um, is this gonna be a waste of my time or not a waste of my time? So essentially in your feminine energetic, you're having this like, I mean, a come to Jesus moment, kind of like mm-hmm. I'm breaking these contracts of how I think things should look, and I'm gonna explore every avenue in which that makes me feel like I'm evolving in some kind of way. No way is a wrong way. Okay. Now what that does is is that opens you up to a cornucopia. I love this card mm-hmm. <laughs> um it comes underneath the broken heart card so you healing and you being in this process of being open to all the other like passions that you could try um it's like going to a buffet someone is talking to me um okay i like this analogy they're giving me but yeah it's like going to a buffet so you go to a buffet and you sit in front of a buffet and say okay should i eat this should i eat that um, I, I don't know if like this might have too many calories. This might and that people were like, you're on vacation. Like, Lord, just eat. And you're like, no, 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 I, but I'm, you know, I'm not supposed to be vegan. I'm supposed to be trying this. Like, I don't know. I'm on the keto diet and you know, and there's all these stipulations towards all these different options that you have that you can try. And so while you're in this process, in this limbo, before you've really secured anything, you're on the cruise ship trying to get to your destination. So try everything, try the lobster. Try the grapes, try the cake, try the, you know what I mean? It's not, you don't have to have a huge portion of everything, but you can at least try it to see if you like it. And so this is, this is the time to explore that. As you're bringing yourself back into balance, you have all these other opportunities available to you and they don't have to be permanent. They don't have to be, this is my way. How old are you? 26. 26. So like when I was 26, I was a hundred percent sure I was going to be a photographer the rest of my life like, yeah. what am do I do? What What is this job? Like, <laughs> okay, so in this regard, like allowing yourself that flexibility and saying everything that I want to try is a chapter. Everything I want to try is a snack. Like everything I want to, you know, develop. Maybe at some point I'll want to to dedicate this myself to this way of eating. But for right now, I just really want to try everything. So that essentially is going to open you up to this smorgasbord of, of things of taste. How can you enjoy yourself? How can you enjoy your life? How can you enjoy different ways in which the universe is trying to bring you different experiences that make you a more well-rounded person, that give you more opportunities and, and growth in, in areas that you wouldn't be able to have if you stuck to one thing? Okay? Mm-hmm. Also, I just don't think you'd be happy with one thing. Like, it's <laughs> <get> bored. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right? Yes. So you know that. So to kind of hunker you down and lock you into something that's like, okay, you know that you'll have to work here for five years and this is a contract or whatever, like you'd be like Yeah gross. You know what I mean? So you need that flexibility to be able to transform. Okay. And apparently my baby agrees. That yeah. was a huge kick. Wow. Well, my- when are you due? Um it's May 7th. Okay. But I'm hundred percent sure this girl's coming in April. Yeah. Yeah, like okay. there's no space in there. Like, oh, I have um three really big fibroids, oh. so that like I think that like showed up coming early because of that. Also, she's kind of like measuring big, so yeah. It's like okay, get out sooner than, oh. than later. Oh. Okay. So next we have door to value in the reverse position. So the reason why you're not necessarily getting something permanent is because the universe says, hey, like we first need to get your value up about how you feel about yourself and how you anchor yourself in the world what's your identity what is it that you feel how do you feel about yourself how do you feel about your opportunities here these are two door cards so this is more about like a choice to decide what you want to walk through okay but if you're not walking through your worth it'll be very difficult for you to make decisions about what you want to eat right if i don't feel good about myself it makes it difficult for me to try and have fun with food or with experiences or whatever because i'm looking for something permanent for safety because i'm looking for validation Okay? So, And that's what your attachment is is towards. I need this validation to make me feel like I'm worthy of something. If I have this job or this accolade or whatever, then I'm somebody of importance or whatever. When, in fact, that comes from within. You know this already. But this is a part of the work that you've been doing so far. Okay, So it's just being mindful that in your next step, in this next season for you, to be highly aware of the ways in which you're trying to still seek validation in order to feel good about yourself because it's an attachment to trying to make something certain so you can feel secure. You are the security. Okay. So it's nice that Nick is there too, but you're the security. Okay. Because the value is supposed to come from within. And when the value comes from within, you have no problem making choices that feel good to you, not feel like something you should do. Does Mm -hmm. that make sense? Yes. Okay. On the other side, we have my favorite card. (laughs) goddess of the moon card in the upright position. Yay. Yay. <laughs> so this is awesome because that means you've really been doing the work. Okay. This is the progression of your intuition. This is the progression of your opening up to your spiritual life. This is the progression of healing. Okay. So on the masculine side, you've been doing stellar <laughs> on your feminine side. needs a little bit of work, but like we're getting there. It's better than it was before, but yin yang still comes up in the middle as the balance. So it's balancing both of them, it's not important it's on just once for some people, it's like we have to work all on your feminine side. For you, you have a balance of both. Okay. So this goddess of the moon card comes after the cornucopia card, which means that as you're in this healing process and you start to recognize your value and you let go of these attachments, that's causing you to flip into these extremes. That means that there's a level of which your mind opens up to a beautiful process of your intuition. Finally, you start getting to a place where you listen to yourself. So you won't need to listen to me anymore. <laughs> I mean, it's fine if you want to, but it's it's the process of you trusting yourself. What does it look like for me to trust myself? What does it look like for me to go down this buffet and say, I can make these decisions. It's just food. You know, it's just doors. It's just a job. It's just a relationship. It's just whatever. And not putting so much pressure on yourself to do the right thing because there is no right thing. Your intuition will then come in and say, this feels the best. This feels like. The right thing to do, but it won't be out of this place of pressure of trying to achieve uh, a grade or validation of some sort. It'll be more like, this feels good in my heart. This feels good for like what I want to do with myself. This feels good in my life. This feels good. This feels good. (laughs) Um, So that'll be the cornucopia essentially that you'll experience as a result of that. It's kind of like um, my last year when I really started to trust myself and I got into that place where I was like, I understand who I am, what I'm worth, fuck all y'all like it just got to that place everything started to snowball in ways that like I mean you know like but like people wouldn't believe me you know what I mean like that's like how in the world did you do all that in six months there was an energy that I opened up that I said okay I understand my power I understand what it is that I'm, I'm worth I don't know if this is the right choice is it the right choice to have a baby after you've met someone after six weeks I mean this sounds kind of crazy right <laughs> but that's what my intuition said was the right thing to do So we did made some very crazy decisions, but because I felt good in myself, I didn't need the validation of other people telling me this was the right thing to do. And I'm happy as a fucking lark. So, (laughs) so in the same way, like you can achieve that kind of self-assurity. So you're not looking for other people to validate an experience that will feel good to you because they're not on your path. Okay. They're not going to live the life that you're going to live. And people who are telling you, Oh, you can't do this as a writer. Oh, you can't, you know, like fuck off. (laughs) <laughs> that's not That's not to your life, okay? They're not living your life, I me. Mean. All right, next in the heart line, we have the fourth chakra, Archangel Raphael. <laughs> I can't make this up. This is the heart card. This is like you listening to your heart, okay? So this is in the heart line underneath yin-yang. It's in the reverse position. So this is, this is something to watch out for. Like... I need to listen to my heart. It comes right next to the broken heart card, on the other side of cornucopia, on the other side of contract card. Like these are all things that that monitor this imbalance that you may feel when you're not following your heart, when you're following what you think you should do. So get out of your head, okay. and get into your heart. <laughs> Easier said than done. No.
2: Hmm.
1: All right. So next two cards are about your energy. Oh, oh. <laughs> All right so we pulled these two cards. they're related to each other in the second chakra archangel what's her name ariel and then man holding a heart okay so we know who this is yeah we've gotten him every time <laughs> <laughs> he goes up all the time um so this is cool because they're related to each other the sacral energy is about like sex intimacy passion creativity okay this is about manifestation as well so we say creativity thinking about like arts and crafts or whatever but it's creation okay so this creation process comes from our sexual energy, from the sacral chakra. And that comes over the adjacent possibilities card. So as you get creative, as you become more passionate about things, like it doesn't just have to be sex, it can be sensual, things that feel good. So as you become more an, acutely aware of what feels good to you, then you open up more doors, more things to explore, more things to evolve in. So this is a very good sign. Then you have this down here. <laughs> And it comes over the broken hearted card. So like the the broken heart card is in a reverse position. So he's helping you heal. Okay. This is just another admonishment and affirmation of like who this person is in your life and how they're giving to you in a lot of ways. So you've, you've been, you've made yourself to this place where you've manifested him. So you've learned something, right? Like you've opened up something. You have, you have some semblance of understanding of what it is to call things into your life. So you can do that with all aspects of your life. So moving into this next season, it's understanding that, like, okay, I was powerful enough to get this. What's stopping me from thinking that I can, I don't, I can't call into these other things into my life? Okay. So that being very purposeful. Where do you live? I live in New York. New York. Okay. Um, I'm getting some stuff about that. I don't know what though. Do you live in New York City, or do you live outside? Long Island. Okay. There's something there. Yes. <laughs> okay, because you're not moving anymore, right? Or are you?
0: Um, if and when me and Nick decide to move in
1: together, we're moving out of state. Okay. Yes. <laughs> something about it that's, like, tingly to me. Yeah. Okay. Damn, girl. All right, we have a six-tracker Archangel Metatron right underneath the heart chakra card in the reverse position. So this is about overthinking Getting out of your head into your heart. It's the crown to the heart. I don't think I need to say much more about that. But the cool thing is here is that you have sixth chakra, fourth chakra, second chakra, goddess of the moon card, all here. Um, that's a lot of angels in one deck. Okay. So you getting all these angels in one deck, these two being reversed, meaning that this heart to head connection is something that needs to be worked on, um, something that's going to come up in your next cycle. Um, But your passion and your opening and your ability to be able to come in and say, okay, in that regard, I understand my intuition. It just means it's just another further step of mastery. Okay. Because when you work within your passion and creativity, it's very easy for you to see what it is. When you come to your heart, you're afraid, your heart is vulnerable. So you get to tend to be more in your head. Okay. Something to be aware of. Okay. Interesting. Let's see what to do for practice. Okay. All right. So now I'm going to do a six-card pool. And then we're gonna do a body scan. Body scans are fun. Mm-hmm. I haven't done one of those with you, have I?
0: No. <laughs>
1: no. <laughs> Some clients that that's their primary um uh,
0: really thing. Mm-hmm.
1: Just everybody's client, every session is different. Yeah. Depends on what spirits like they need this. All right. So six card pool. Now this won't have anything to do relating with. Anything that we talked about in the pre, pre, it may, but like what this, this carpool is more about spirit speaking to you directly about anything that needs to come up. Okay. Oh shit. Oh, that's weird. Okay, cool.
2: I love this stuff.
1: Okay. So first we have first chakra Archangel Michael. So this is the feeling of being unrooted. Okay. So spirit is saying in your shadow, this is where you feel the most unrooted The areas in which you feel like you haven't completed your healing yet is where you're feeling like I'm not good enough. I can't root in this. I can't be perfect or whatever kind of like things that you're putting on that. Um, This is very important to recognize in your receiving coming up. Okay. So like what it is, is that giving yourself more love to areas that you've, you know, maybe kind of shuffled under the rug a little bit or areas in which you're very very acutely aware of, but very harsh with yourself about. I have this very strong feeling that you can be really mean to yourself, <laughs> okay? which I don't think you've told me before, but mm-hmm. I feel it. And so, in those areas where you're not feeling the best, um, there can it can almost go to an, a level of extreme that's almost abusive. can okay? guilty. <laughs> What'd you say? I said I'm guilty of that. <laughs> yeah. Um, but this is important because your energy and your words have a massive impact on the way in which you're able to heal or not heal. And so if you're this person who is essentially like you, you should be your biggest uh, supporter. And if you're the biggest critic or the biggest abuser of yourself, then essentially you're knocking out a lot of the 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 good energy. That you could sustain from flipping back and forth. This is why I think being in came up earlier about being, bringing yourself into balance. Mm-hmm. Um, the word gentle comes up. So being gentle with yourself in that process um, that you are not a loser. You are not um, a person who is a failure. You're not like the words that you're calling yourself. So um, it's important. Make sure, remind me that we do the raw exercise or at least to tell you what the raw exercise is. If I haven't already um, because this is an important part of uh, a process of you healing a big part of your heart. And this is why it's hard for you to listen to your heart, because there's a lot of rot sitting there. And when I say rot, it sounds it sounds really harsh. <laughs> um, but it's essentially the decay of the words that we use against ourselves um, that we don't necessarily acknowledge and that we need to get out of our body and get out of our energetic uh, field okay, in order to replace with something better. Um, okay, so in the shadow... Uh, Looking through that in order to get more rooted, so that way we can start to heal. The next card we have is Angel of Strength and take risk. Okay. So Angel of Strength, Um, this is a such a great card. Uh, Essentially, they're telling you you're a a badass bitch and that you're super strong and like you can (laughs) do anything. Okay. Um, So it's important for you to take risks. Uh, This is kind of close to the adjacent possibilities card in the regard of. Um, it's time to get curious about the things that you could be doing or the ways that you could be feeling. In fact, it may even be a risk for you to get rid of the ways in which you berate yourself. Um, some people feel like being mean to themselves is motivation, helps them be better. So if I call myself a fat, blah, 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 then I won't eat this and then I'll go to the gym. But in fact, it does, it has the opposite effect. So being kind to yourself is, is the risk in and of itself because that would mean to have to change the behavior that feels like it's, it's motivating you in some kind of way. when in fact, it's actually energetically pushing you backwards. Um, so the strength is standing in your own power. The strength is understanding and going, okay, I'm a, I can be gentle with myself. There is strength in being gentle. Um, it's just kind of another admonishment of like the kindness aspect, but also taking risks. So instead of you feeling like there's a sure thing going to happen, like you emailing me or your resume, we're like, fuck it. Okay. We're going to try it. That's a risk. That's a good way to open yourself up to other possibilities and ways that you're opening up energy to. So sometimes even if things don't go the way you want them to, like I had a, a guy who I was telling the story yesterday, the girl, um, this guy that I ended up sleeping with. Um, and then he goes to me right after that. And I was like, this motherfucker!" <laughs> like I was so angry. But he, the anger that I was feeling was a lot of other repressed anger that I hadn't dealt with. His This risk that I took with this particular person actually opened up this energy portal of suppression that I was having so I could heal. Yes. And ended up bringing me a lot of healing process through my actual anger, which I thought anger is not an emotion I'm supposed to feel. Mm. And it allowed me to get very close in touch with it. <laughs> um, but that risk ended up helping me heal in some kind of way. So in this way as well, like you may find that you you may fall on your face on a couple of these things, but they could open up an energetic portal that helps you discover your strength, mm-hmm. and that helps you find deeper identity and who you are, and that validation comes from you, not from a situation going how you imagined it. Okay. Wow. Next we have the walking away card and the strength card. Now it's funny you got two strength cards. <laughs> okay. Now walking away. And strength, is what, to me, it's saying walking away from these old mentalities is what I said at the beginning, talking about your shadows. It's very, very much is saying there's a lot of potential here. There's a lot of strength here. There's a lot of ways in which you could propel yourself. But it's, it's hard for you to propel anywhere when you're holding yourself back. So walking away from this behavior, leaving this kind of gate of area of where you're not feeling worthy of yourself or worthy of certain things, um, easier said than done. This is something I deal with also have dealt with very much in the past as well. Um, and you, you be mindful because you'll attract situations in your life that will be reflective to prove you right.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> you know this. Yes. You <laughs> so in this way um, it's important to get very intimately known with the shadow. So um, the raw exercise, what it is, is um, you sit in front of a mirror and, yeah, <laughs> I haven't even gotten to the hard part yet. Lord. <laughs> you sit in front of a mirror and if you can sit on the floor, it's just more grounding. Um, you sit in front of a mirror and you say the ugliest, nastiest, ter- most terrible things you've ever said to yourself in the mirror and you look yourself in the eye. Okay. Now some people were like, oh, I can do that. It is different when you see yourself saying it to yourself. Okay. Um, it's, I think it's, it's more impactful if you put on some music first, uh, and just look at yourself for the first, like 10 minutes, super intense, Mm -hmm. um, mirror exercises have been known to like really tap into the subconscious after about three minutes of looking yourself in the mirror, you start to see, it's like almost like your soul sees your body and it's kind of like, Oh wait, I'm really in this bitch. Like (laughs) it's kind of really intense. Um, it starts to separate. So when you start to say those things about yourself, your soul recognizes that this is not a good thing to say. You're not these things. And, and it shows the disalignment between what you, your conscious mind may think versus what your soul thinks about you. And it starts that separation. Okay, So that's at least how it works for most people. It may take a couple of tries. Um, so it's, if you can, it's about a 30-minute exercise. Some people get right. Mm-hmm. Some people get like five minutes in. And they're like, I can't do it. I don't want to do it. So take it at your own pace. It's very intense. Um, but I want you to say all the crappy shit that you say to yourself in the mirror. Um, and after the first, if you do, okay, I'll split it up for you. This is the, um, I usually let people decide for themselves. But what I would say is, is the best way it works for me is I do the 10 minutes first of just looking. And then I do five minutes of all the B-rating bullshit crap that I want to say. And I cry. Mm. <laughs> Take five minutes. To just <gasps> hustle puff. I think that you struggle with feeling like you're blah, 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 And talking to yourself, like kind of a therapist would like, you don't have to say I'm a beautiful blah, blah, blah. If you don't believe it, but say, I think you struggle with this because let your intuition start to talk to yourself, let your soul start to talk to yourself. Um, then afterwards, five minutes at the end, where you write down everything that you said, if you can remember. Write down all the nasty stuff that you said on one side of the page, and then on the other side of the page, write what you replaced it with. Okay. So you don't have to remember everything. It's just remember the key principles of those things. This exercise is super intense because it, like, it starts to draw out the things that you may have suppressed for some time. It may put you in a funky mood for a couple days. Just be aware of that. So when you feel ready, that's something that I would suggest that you try or do. Uh, to get in tune with the shadow self, to give light to the shadow self. We often talk about the shadow self, like the shadow is like the worst thing in the world. And like, oh, I have so much healing to do, but we need to integrate our shadows. It's our shadow. It's like going outside and walking and being like, okay, well, the only way we can't have a shadow is if we don't have sun. Mm -hmm. Okay, so your shadow is just a part of your life, like as a human without sunlight and all the good things that happen. There is no shadow. So. I mean, we'll just, we'd just be living in the dark all the mm-hmm. time. Yeah. So it's a part of you. It's a part of you that you need to learn how to love and give grace to. It's a part where you need to love yourself where you're at and your process and progress. It's a part where you give yourself acceptance. It's not about healing that part of yourself or getting rid of that part of yourself. It's accepting that part of yourself. So it's it's a intense exercise. I bet. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay. All right. So next we're going to do body scan. So I want you to close your eyes and just breathe. And don't mind my typing because I'm just going to make notes on what uh, comes up here. And I need you to hum. Hum like an ohm? Yeah, like whatever feels comfortable for you. But I want you to hum for at least two minutes. I'll tell you when to stop.
2: Hmm. hmm. mm mm-hmm.
1: Chakra, head down. Um, your crown Chakra is, there, there's so much energy there. <laughs> um, it's just like, because you like to overthink. Um, Spirit said, she's really smart. She has lots of connections, very fast thinker. So like very fast thinking is can be um, incredible because it's like helps you solve things pretty quickly. But because you solve things so fast, you then try to find other solutions and other reasons why something won't work (laughs) or um, another perspective or whatever. So you'll have five perspectives in the first minute of something that will keep you from actually listening to your intuition. So your intuition does come in through your crown and your third eye as well. Excuse me. Um, But there's an interesting portion because you're such a fast thinker and you have so many connections. uh, You allow them to essentially cloud the, the true message that comes in so uh it's there is a they're saying like there's a heart brain connection here we'll get into the heart here in a second but um as far as like the the distrust of the information that you get because the intuition is the quieter voice you then think with a lot of other things that end up being louder than your actual intuition coming in but your intuition is your first thoughts so they're saying your intuition is very strong very very strong but it's that you've been just so used to being like well I don't know about that, and then find like 18 other scenarios that could possibly happen, which keep you kind of stuck. Um, so your third eye is actually pretty blocked. So um, and it's interesting because it's a more be- not because you don't have the intuition, but more because of the distrust you have of yourself. So I needed you to do uh, like a quick exercise with your left hand. I want you to put these two fingers here. I want you to close your eyes. I want you to breathe in through your mouth and then out through your nose. Okay. So breathe in through your mouth, out through your nose, and then I want you to go into a pattern that sounds like this. (laughs) Ooh,
0: getting emotional. (laughs) It does. What came to mind? I honestly just feel so blocked. Like I just got so overwhelmed and I, nothing like visual came to mind.
1: No thoughts. It's just, there's a, there's a blockage there. Yeah. And so that's a really good exercise to continue to do. You wake up in the morning and like do that or whatever. When I'm feeling super blocked, it's just, it's a quick way to move energy without having to do the whole, like what's happened to your childhood. and. You know, like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So tapping on this space or whatever, you can also rub it, like whatever feels more comfortable for you. But yeah, like typically an emotion will come up. If you do it by yourself, I encourage you to keep a journal nearby um, that like, you know, whatever can come to mind, something will be there. But as you experience, there is something pretty significant that's kind of standing in the way um, mm-hmm. that I would imagine this is has been there for quite some time. So we'll yeah. work on that. Um, okay, so next, throat chakra. Um you are doing yourself massive disservice by not saying what you want to say because that's this is your strongest chakra. So it's radiating like crazy, but it's like it's got dust on it. It's not blocked. It's just got dust on it because you're not using it like you should. This could be writing, but this is also the expression of your feelings, how you feel, the words that are coming out of your mouth and how they actually reflect any type of energetic food for you. Um, this is how you talk to yourself. Um, so utilizing this for for good and not for evil <laughs> towards yourself, okay? You know that. Um, okay, so the heart has a very large blockage on it if you're getting hurt and anxiety, okay? So I want you to put your hands over your heart. We're going to do something very similar. we we'll breathe in through our mouth, out through our nose. But imagine that you're breathing in through the heart and then out through the nose, Okay. okay close your eyes and begin. Close your eyes, keep your eyes closed, hold your hand over your heart, let yourself release. It's okay if you need to cry, let yourself cry. This is the release of the block. Sit with yourself, accept yourself. Accept every part of our heart here. Every part of who we are. All right, go ahead and open your eyes. What came to mind?
0: A lot of sadness.
1: Okay, a lot of sadness. You know where it stems from or is it just general sadness?
0: No, it stems from a past relationship.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Name? Jack. Jack? Close your eyes. Close your hands over your heart. Uh, I'm just going to ask spirit right now that you would allow the release of the blockage of the sadness that Lauren is feeling, particularly around uh, the specimen Jack that any uh, fears that she's feeling, any rot that she has, any residual trauma or leftover healing that's needing to happen. She's allowed to release it now. Take a deep breath in. Exhale, release spirit. Put your hands on her body. I can feel this. It's, it's it's like oh, you're still holding it. I'm going to let you imagine that spirit is putting their hands over your heart. Okay. They have their hands on your shoulder and hands on your head. And just breathe in and let yourself be supported in this moment. Okay. She's been suffering by holding this burden on her own. I just ask that you would remove it from her right now. Any capacity in which you feel is the best for her to feel that release, let that be known. She's been really hurt. (laughs) I heard someone say, fuck this dude. (laughs) (laughs) I love spirits, so funny. Just allow yourself to breathe through it. I just want you to feel the energy around you, okay? Feel the energy in your aura. Feel the energy around your head. I feel like there's some tingling kind of happening in your body. So let yourself lean into that. Still breathing through your heart. Allow any release that needs to happen. Relax your shoulders. Relax your neck. Relax your head if you need to lay your head back on the seat. And allow yourself to just breathe through... And your heart, beautiful. okay. Uh, go ahead going open your eyes. when I said beautiful, did you feel that little shift a little bit? Yeah, it, it was just like heavy. a small shift. It felt like a something clicked over a little bit. Um so this is something obviously you can do again at home. We're recording this so you can go back and watch and then do the same things over and over. Um, this heart blockage that I'm glad that you acknowledged where you thought it was coming from, but even if it was a general sadness, that's okay. Um, the block doesn't remove overnight, but like you may find that this week you may be triggered by certain things that are still trying to pull that out of you. The fastest way to do that where you're not getting triggered out in public is to do that rod exercise. Cause I mean, even in, in that exercise, you don't have to just say the things you hate about yourself. You can say the things you hate about Jack or, you know, things that are still hurting you that are still trapped in your body somewhere. Okay. All right. Um, so next we have the solar plexus. Uh, there's a lot of dead energy sitting. This is again, they said the needing of the rod exercise for circulation. So this is a, where you're actually holding a lot of that energy. It's, the blockage may be energetically in your heart, but the actual mush or whatever is holding in your stomach Um, This may cause indigestion, it may cause IBS, it may cause a lot of anxiety, things like that, like the, you know, uh, what is the word? Bowels that feel like stuff like that. Um, So be mindful that like it's just a lot of dead energy that needs cleansing. Um, This can also be, uh, they're saying like green juice is really good um, for doing cleanses or whatever, like cleansing the actual body helps with also cleansing the energy. So be mindful of what you're putting uh, in your stomach during these times. Uh, sacral chakra has been open. It's, it was wide open. So really? this is good. Oh, yeah. good. <laughs> so, um, wide open, especially more recently. Um, this is good because even like you talking about Tantra would be good, really good for this particular area, getting more in touch with yourself, more in touch with your body, um, uh, more in touch. It's, it's a process of you helping you learn how to root better and self acceptance. Um, there seems to be some kind of shame that is sitting there, uh, energetically. And so, like, as it starts to open up, you become more acutely aware of, like, where you've been holding that shame um, and how to get rid of it. Okay? So this I'm not worried about. We don't need to do any exercises on that because I feel like that's, like, on its way. You've been working on that. So, Um, and then the root chakra, uh, just, you know, what we said earlier with the cards came up about, like, having uh, trouble feeling like you're rooting because of the shadow. Um, It's just, like, more so also you needing to let go of certainty. So that certainty is keeping you from actually rooting in yourself of self-acceptance because you're looking for something to validate you. So we already talked about that. Then I had these massive images of a bear and a wolf behind you. And I don't normally do spirit animals; that's not my my um, uh, area of expertise. But let's see. I always say when stuff comes up like that, if like spirit animals or whatever, ask spirit to give me the first meaning when I Google it. Okay. <laughs> Oh, that's so exciting. <laughs> <laughs> so we have bear. Let's see. Uh, strength. Oh <laughs> you got strength a lot today. Uh, family vitality, courage, and health. The bear is thought to be independent with little need for fellowship. Let's see. According to bears, spirit bear bears, you can lead people places people to magical places. It's a very strong animal in shamanism. We feel a very strong connection that can influence us through our lives meant to represent the traits and skills you're supposed to learn, acquire, or embody. Bears are considered the keepers of dreams and memory Mm -hmm. and found in the rainforest appropriate symbol for purity. Um, They're accompanied to every hearing what is that? let take it out of context. let me see. <laughs> All right. And then the last one. Strength and confidence, standing against adversity, taking action and leadership. The spirit bear indicates it's time for healing or use of healing abilities to help yourself or others. Bear medicine emphasizes the importance of solitude, quiet time and rest. And the spirit bear provides strong grounding forces. So grounding being necessary here. Okay. And then the wolf. A good website. Um, Wolf offers the most striking animal and meanings in the realm of spirit animals. Uh, they bring forth instinct, intelligence, and an appetite for freedom, which we talked about, uh, awareness, and importance of social connections. It's interesting because one was about isolation, and one is about social connections, so the two of them is like the balance. Um, this animal can be symbolized uh, fear of being threatened or lack of trust in yourself. Uh, when it shows up in your life, pay attention to what your intuition is telling you. This animal uh, symbolizes sharp intelligence, which we said you were very smart. <laughs> deep connections with instincts, uh, appetite for freedom, strong instincts. Instincts is a big one. Feeling threatened, lack of trust. Oh, I said that already. Um, positive meanings emphasize a deep connection with your intuition. On the negative side, it can represent a perceived threat or lack of trust in someone or your own feelings or actions. The spirit of the animal also reflects sharp intelligence in dealing with important matters. So like, Okay. They, they said in all aspects, you're so smart. Really? <laughs> you don't need further validation than that. Um, but that it's a very important that, again, like we said earlier, we like listening to your intuition. These are part of your instincts. This is something that runs runs really strong with you. So you listening to those parts of, excuse me, of, of energy that comes up for you and then listening to the ways in which you're like what's coming to you in those blocks of your body. I do think that this raw exercise is going to be super intense for you. You may need to do it a few times. However, I think it'll be super cleansing for you to move forward, especially like in the reading that we just got, um, to help you get more in tune with yourself, get more in tune with your strength and saying like, okay, I'm not going to, I'm not going to bullshit myself anymore about this stuff. Like I'm ready to move into the next phase.
0: Wow. That was pretty intense. Yeah, it
1: was. <laughs> okay. Um, do you have any questions?
0: Um, something that's really been coming up for me the last few days is the intuition because I've been reflecting and I don't think I've ever regretted ignoring my intuition except in November when it, my intuition kept telling me, quit your job, quit your job, quit your job. So I was like, all right, I'll quit my job. And I quit my job and now I regret doing it. And I feel really stupid for listening to my intuition because I feel like it led me down the wrong path. So that's why I think right now that's coming up a lot because I truly believe in listening to your inner wisdom. But at the same time, I don't know why I'm in this place where I'm more depressed than I've been in a really long time. I'm feeling very just like useless and powerless and hopeless and i don't understand why my intuition would have led me to do that.
1: This is important because there is a difference between listening to your intuition and your anxiety. Okay. And i don't think you made the wrong decision. I think that when we make a decision from our intuition and then we expect a specific outcome, when that outcome doesn't look the way that we think it should, we blame our intuition says you did the wrong thing. So, okay. it's the expectation that we're holding on to of like one door where like universe is like, we're trying to show you these other doors and you're still stuck to the one door. So it still feels like a wrong decision. Um, The most important story I have for you is that um, I know what this feels like to no end. Um, When I thought I was going to move to Paris and I was moving out of New York and I was like, I did the visa. I paid the money. I did all the stuff. I got rid of my apartment. I sold all my shit because I was sure my intuition was saying this is, this is the right way to go. So when I did that, my visa got pulled, couldn't move to Paris anymore. Now I was homeless in New York, had nowhere to go except moving back to Kansas City. And I was, just, I said, I'd never move back here. I said, never live here again. So I got back here, no money, no job, depressed as all get out, had to live with my friends. I'm 30-something years old. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, just the whole gamut of feeling like I lost everything. And I'm like, you fucking idiot. Uh, like, why? How? why would I ever trust you again? And Spirit came to me. Luckily, Spirit still talked to me during that time and said, why did you want to move to Paris? And I was like, I love the language and I was supposed to do this. And this was going to be this. And I said, if you moved to Paris and you didn't find a husband or you didn't have a baby or any of that in the next four years, would you have still thought it was the right decision? And I was like, and I never thought of that. I wasn't like thinking that that direction, and I was like, hmm. Huh. And then, then Spirit said, "Why did you want to move to Paris?" Now don't bullshit me, bullshit me this time. And I was like, I wanted to move to Paris because I thought it would be easier to find love. In New York, I'm I'm not skinny. I'm not this. I'm not that. You know, in New York. You know this. Brutal. Um, <laughs> so it was really hard for me to date. And when I was in France, like I had no problem getting swipes or like men being like, you know, whatever. And so, uh I, you know, without, without, without even being conscious of it, like my running off to parents was because I thought that that would be the answer to my love problems. So spirit was like, okay, so if you moved and made this change and you did this, what if you couldn't make any money? You don't speak the language that well, like, speaking, okay, but not great. Um, What if you couldn't get this? Like you would have problems with your visa. Would you have been happier? You know, like maybe you would have had worse heartbreak, whatever. So she said to me, the person speaking to me said, we, moved, we, we made this an intuitional thing about you like moving to Paris because we knew you'd never leave New York. And so we had to get you out somehow because the thing that you were asking for is wasn't in New York or wasn't in Paris either. And at the time they're telling me this, this is two years ago, two and a half years ago, almost three. Um, and I'm, I'm thinking, well, he's not going to be in Kansas City. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm trying to put an expectation in a door on why thoughts should be happening. So guess what happens? The next year, last year, I'm like, oh, cool. I'm going to go in this study abroad. I don't remember what it's called, um, where you can jump around and do different countries or whatever. Because, again, here I am in this thought process that the person is somewhere on the other side of the world. Go to Bali. Go to France. COVID hits. Have to come back to Kansas City. God damn it. I'm in quarantine. I'll never find anybody. It's like, shut the fuck up. Like, <laughs> we've been trying to get you to be here so you can meet this person. So I understand where you're coming from because I had two a good, good, almost two years where it was just really hard for me to like really lean into my intuition. There were other areas in which I found I had intuitional victories and there were other areas which I felt like intuition just went out the door. Um, so because of that, there was, When I finally saw, oh, shit, I feel like I have pie on my face. (laughs) Um, The whole time where spirit was like, no, you followed your intuition. This is what you were supposed to do. It didn't look the way you thought it should have looked, but it led you here. Hmm. You quit your job. You're not in the, the space where you feel the best as far as like your career and stuff goes. But I'm sure it allowed Nick to show up for you in ways that he couldn't have shown up for you before. It probably transformed your relationship. It's made you sit down and do more writing Yes, it's not the secure thing. It's not the door that you think you should be going through. However, it's probably made some more space for healing. It's made space for more self-introspection. It's made space for you to get to the root of why you feel depressed. Because maybe in in your career when you were feeling like this was validating me, it continued to rub a bad habit. It continued to keep and satiate this kind of like weird, uh, you know, missive mentality that was continuing to feed some of your – dysfunction. So now you're having to deal with the dysfunction. Doesn't feel very good. So yes, you're more <laughs> depressed. However, you're dealing with it, you're healing through it. And then this, this is maybe the time that you needed in order to do that. So you could actually maybe in a year, you'll be like, Oh fuck, I'm so glad that I went through that thing because that, that brought me here. And this is why I'm doing whatever XYZ. Okay. So yes, hindsight is always twenty twenty. but I want you to just give yourself the trust because you did follow your intuition and now you're in this place where you're doing something really hard. I'm really proud of you. Okay. Cause what you're doing is something that a lot of people who are even my age won't do. Like it's too hard and it hurts too much to do it, to do that kind of work. So I don't think you were wrong. Now you can think all day long that you were wrong and that this, this sucks and I should have, could have, would have, um, because you're allowed to have that time. But I want to just, from someone who's done it before and someone who's done it a lot more than you have at this point, <laughs> I understand where, where that feeling is coming from. It's okay to have that feeling. It's just that, like, I'm pretty sure in, like, three months you'll be like, "Whoo! Oh, okay. Now I can <laughs> see kind of why that happened. Okay, I don't feel so bad. Okay. okay. Does that help a little bit? Yes.
0: And I, I trust your judgment, so oh. I have oh. faith that things will <laughs> work out the way that they are supposed